Knowledge is power, and today you're going to hear about an initiative empowering employees to change the game, share learning, and improve warfighter support. Welcome to Airwaves, the official podcast of the Naval Air Systems Command. I'm your host, Michael Lauren Pru. And joining us today to tell us more about this mission-focused boot camp from PMA-276, the H-1 Light Attack Helicopters Program Office, is Deputy Operations and Law Manager Greg Parity, Operations Lead Mimi Shaw, Deputy Platform Team Lead Jason Barnage, and Heather Wicks, Air Vehicle Project Lead. Thank you all for joining us and welcome to the show. Thanks for, Thanks having, for having us. us. All right, so let's talk about this mission-focused boot camp. It's called the Light Attack Academy. Mimi, when was it created and why? So Light Attack Academy was developed really during the heat of the pandemic. We were seeing that our young project leads were struggling with understanding the processes within the PMA and the cradle-to-grave acquisitions. So we developed Light Attack Academy with more of the on-the-job training type of mindset. It was providing the gap between DAU and on-the-job training that was kind of lacking during that time. So we developed law with short intensive modules over a two-week span to give our project leads what they needed efficiently and effectively so that they could be successful in their careers. We have had three sessions so far. One was a pilot in May of 2022. We just finished our third session here in April, and we are going to start our fourth session in the fall of this year. Perfect. So Jason, what was the goal or purpose of Light Attack Academy? Yeah, great question. So the goal of law is to increase project leads knowledge and skills supporting successful project execution. So basically, we're increasing the personnel performance and high fidelity contributions to fleet and it aligns to the mission of PMA 276. So the modules are developed by the SMEs teaching specific aspects of the processes and the work that we do within the program office. So I can imagine there are certainly a lot of benefits. Jason, tell me what are some of the benefits to the program? So basically you're getting experienced personnel that have developed this experience throughout their years in NAVAIR. And you're getting this in short, intensive two-week training. And you're direct, able to directly apply that lesson and learning to the work that you're doing as a a student. It helps the student execute their programs as well as making them more well-rounded NAVAIR employees that will continue to contribute as they progress throughout their career. So the students of law are receiving the material directly from the subject matter experts. For instance, our chief engineer, he developed the engineering risk module. Our PSM, he developed the sustainment module. Myself, as the acquisition lead for the program office, I developed the acquisition processes module, uh, so on and so forth. Another really unique thing is that most PMAs, like the level threes and below, they don't get that interaction with that level of leadership in the program office. So it's really neat to see, you know, that personal touch as well that they're getting out of Light Attack Academy that they may not get on the day-to-day hustle and bustle. Greg, how does this program benefit someone new to the team as well as a veteran team member? So for someone new to the team, uh, it's going to give them a big exposure. It's going to give them a, a holistic programmatic exposure to 
how we do business within PMA 276. They're going to see how we manage our processes, which are all NAVAIR standard processes. But I find that from PMA to PMA, everyone does business just a little bit different. And so they get to see how specifically we do things. For the veteran team members and the new folks as well, they all get an opportunity to network. So especially for the younger folks, the younger PMs, they'll see who to go talk to if they have certain questions on engineering or risk or acquisition. And the veteran team members will now be able to not only pass on how their processes are, are adhered to and followed, but they'll also get a face-to-face -face meeting with the newer folks. So when that new person does come up to them, they'll remember who they were and say, yeah, I remember you from class. Let's talk and, and, and continue with your project. So certainly making those connections is vitally important. Heather, you participated in the program. What did you learn and what were your biggest takeaways? Yeah, so as Mimi alluded to earlier about young project leads not being able to manage their product cradle to grave, and I was one of those young project leads. When I came to the program office, it was at the height of the pandemic. So not only was I joining a new program, I was also new into the program management world. So uh, fortunately, I at least was able to get my feet wet with a year in the program office. At the time the course was offered, one of our team members was leaving and I was offered to take on a very large project. So going into this class, I really use that as a benefit to me, knowing what I was about to encounter. So for me, the biggest takeaway was the subject matter experts presenting. I can tell you that as soon as I put a face with the name, I was emailing them that night and just introducing myself, introducing the project I was taking over and asking questions of, because down, that's who I was going to need to help guide the effort that I was taking on. So there were things like like contracts, like techie eval, going through a techie eval. You know, that was something in the class that we talked about and how that's useful for contracts, for negotiations. And so those were things that were eye-opening to me that I had not lived through. And just really having those subject matter experts in the room to ask questions and gain that information just gave me the confidence when I took this project over that I could go and do what I need to do and execute it to the best of my ability, but also knowing that I had those touch points to go back to and not just the people, but the information. I mean, that's now there. It's my library. So that's also a go back for me as well going forward. Now that you've been through the program, how has it changed your perspective or how you approach work? Really, the class just gave me a great insight from project inception to project execution. When I took over a project, as I entered into that project, it was already in a tech eval phase. And one of the things I really got out of the class was what the cost team could do for me. I didn't really know how I could utilize the cost team members or what they provided me. I just always knew they were in the room, they were at the meetings, but didn't know how I could utilize them. And that class let me know how I could utilize them. So as part of my tech eval, I engaged them to take a look at the proposal to help identify areas of concern or things that could help us with negotiations that I probably wouldn't have reached out to them had I not taken that class to do so. And just since then, I use the cost team all the time. I have something coming up in FY24 and I've already reached out for estimation. I wouldn't have thought to do those things or to think down the road how I could be utilizing them now. And not just the cost team. I mean, it, it 
it's from contracts to acquisition, how I can utilize these teams to help efficiently and effectively run my project. So really, it just gave me the insight and the confidence from inception to execution. Now, Jason and Mimi, you are both class instructors for law. How did you develop content or determine what information you needed to include? My approach was one, make sure that they fully understand our internal processes. Just like Greg had mentioned earlier, every PMA operates completely different from the other. And so I just took it literally step by step and broke down my acquisition process from project inception through contract award. Also in mind with the struggles that we do see on a daily basis, like things that are missed constantly, errors that we see continually, just really touch point on those as well so that we could provide the lessons learned to the student to help them get better as they're evolving in their project. Yeah, so as Mimi stated, we are focused on what is important to the student for that content. What are those key takeaways that we have gained through our experience to what's important for them to execute their job? As I was developing my module, what are those important facts that they have to operate within the constraints of the processes that we do, as well as what are those things, oh, I wish I had known that sooner. Had I known that, I would have attacked this thing differently. So those are the things that we keyed in and in the module development and trying to share that knowledge with the students so that they can not have to go through that pain that we went through prior. Jason, why is collaboration important when developing content? So through collaboration, you are getting many different thoughts out there to the students. So during the presentation of the module, I might think that the student may benefit from this important aspect that I'm sharing and presenting to the students. But we also have a a collaborator in that room, somebody that wasn't involved in the development of that module, but is able to share their experience and make that tie for the student between what the material I'm presenting, as well as here's a real life thing that I experienced and they can share that knowledge and that may bridge the gap for the student between the material. Yeah, and so with collaboration while developing law, we collaborated with other instructors or SMEs. We collaborated with the students. So as I mentioned earlier, we had a pilot. Our very first session was a pilot session. And so we really, really reached out to the students. We wanted their feedback. We listened to their feedback and we acted on the feedback to make the modules better. Kind of like what Jason's saying, if the instructor is briefing something one way, maybe it's not being perceived the way that we thought it would. Everybody listens and absorbs information differently. So it's good to collaborate with the students and other instructors as well to just keep making the program bigger and and better. So certainly that feedback is important. Greg, how has the program evolved since its creation? So with that, Mimi had a great point and it's how the program has evolved. And it, it is through feedback and observation, not just from the students, but the instructors as well as the observers that are in the room. A couple of the big areas that has evolved since that pilot program is we've added a mentorship and leadership day whereby an external stakeholder 
provide some lessons on mentorship. They also give a personality test so that people have awareness of how best to interact with other folks. And it creates an awareness within and, and some personal reflection so that they can be better team members, team leaders, et cetera. On that day, we also have a leadership panel. So we bring in some of our level one project leads as well as the, the uh, program manager and the deputy program manager. And in addition to those folks, we have a guest, a high level leader within NAVAIR. They act as a panel. They answer any questions that the students might have. Some of them are pre-recorded from before we even start the law, so they have an idea of what to discuss. And then we also have a, an opportunity for the students to just ask questions that they thought of that morning or that afternoon. We've also, out of this, have developed a mentorship program within the PMA, where we have a select number of volunteer mentors who will take on a protege and provide mentorship for hopefully years to come and give them advice on not just career type questions, but other life type questions that they might come across as well. Like we were talking about collaborating and getting feedback and evolving the program, that leadership and mentor panel that Greg was just talking about was a result of feedback received from the students. So we had quite a few actually requested that we have some type of how can I be a better leader type of training. And so that's how the leadership and mentor panel came along. So Heather, earlier you were describing going through the program and it sounded like you felt a bit more empowered to do your job. I wanna hear both from you as well as Jason as a class instructor, but how does this program really empower employees? Yeah, so from the top down, we're all about empowerment to the lowest levels. Basically, there's not enough time in the day for one person to do all the work. So the only way empowerment works is by training to the lowest level all those skills and knowledge points for them to accomplish the work. So that's what we're doing through the Light Attack Academy. We're educating our workforce so that, that they are and we are successful together. When I entered the, the class, the law class, you know, I was that, as stated before, I was that young project lead really lacking a foundation and the law class gave me a foundation that allowed me to become empowered in the work that I was doing but knowing that I always even though it, that empowerment's coming from the top I still knew that if I needed support or guidance I now had an avenue on how to seek it how to ask for that support or those questions to guide the effort that I was working so several of you throughout the podcast have talked about learning, sharing knowledge. What is the value of passing knowledge from senior to junior employees? Jason? Yeah, so essentially our workforce is critical to the work that we do. The better informed our workforce is, the more efficient the work can be completed. The faster the capability improvements can be realized by the fleet. So the Light Attack Academy is investing in our workforce. We're giving them the tools that the, is needed to accomplish the mission. Yeah, and just to go off of what Jason stated, you know, by having this knowledge passed down to me at my level, it's making me more efficient, more effective in the execution of the efforts and getting that need out to the fleet. 
and at the same time, it's saving us cost and schedule because there are things that that foundation of that law class has given me an insight that it has provided me that I think long term throughout this past year, it saved us. You know, I knew how to take initiative as I was executing my project. And it, I believe that that has saved us cost and schedule because if I didn't have some of that foundation, I mean, who knows? I think that the projects, they would have they would have languished, you know, the, there would have been errors, additional costs associated with those efforts if I didn't have that foundation on how to tackle the execution. So clearly lots of benefits to Light Attack Academy. In fact, your team was just recognized at this year's Commander's Awards. Congratulations. You won the Workforce Development Award. Tell me about this award and Mimi, what does this recognition really mean to the team? We take great pride in our culture at our program office and especially with the Light Attack Academy. And so we're just excited to share it with others so that they can also use what we have developed and maybe bring it into their program offices and then they can benefit as well. At the end of the day, everyone at Navier could benefit from this and that just really strengthens the workforce and that's our main goal. So we're super excited. We are humble about the award, but we are very excited to share it with others. Yeah, just to tack on to what Mimi said, for me, it just confirms what I believed once this idea was conceptualized. The Light Attack program is one of those simplistic ideas that is really value added. The true purpose behind what we're doing, it, it comes through with Heather, for example, through the work that she's doing. As instructors, it takes time to develop and hold these classes, same for the students. But award just reinforces that the command is recognizing the value added to this program. Greg, who can participate in this program? So any member of PMA 276 can participate. And while it is focused on the specifically for the level three IPT lead, and any skill set that we have on the team would get benefits by attending this course. So if you're a logistician or an engineer, there are still aspects that you can learn to make you a better or more knowledgeable member of the team as you support your, your level threes and level twos and so on. So really, any, anyone within the PMA can participate. Mimi, how have you shared this training with other programs? So I think the initial training really was during the Navier Digital Day. We had an opportunity to sit in on that panel. And I think that was like the first touch point to our Light Attack Academy that we were developing at that time. As some of our personnel have rotated out into other program offices, they're talking about it. So other PMAs are now reaching out to get our material to provide this to their program offices. I know that has been talked about at some of the PEO meetings that are out there. Vice Admiral Chubby visited our program office not too long ago and we shared it with him. And I think that he has also shared the great news down, which is churning. And um, so multiple PMAs have reached out to us for the material. And yeah, we're so super excited to share it with them. So what's next for law, Greg? So many exciting things coming up 
for law right now. We are developing a law 2.0, which is more focused towards our supervisor level two type personnel. We're adding other modules, other training modules, a data management module, all this through feedback from current students, observers, and instructors. So lots happening. It's, in my opinion, it's an evolving program and we'll keep evolving and just improving until we get to a point where we feel that it would be at its optimum. Another thing that we have done with evolving law is that we are recently adding field trips out to the FST and Lakehurst. So our FST and Lakehurst representatives do have a module in our course. And so students, they were really wanting and needing to fully understand how the FST and Lakehurst support our program. So our students are invited to a field trip out to FST and Lakehurst. And that has gone so well that we're now adding FST and Lakehurst have field trips out to Pax River. So that is something else that has evolved directly from the Light Attack Academy. Someone wants more information, whether to participate in law or develop something similar within their own program, who should they contact? Where can they go for more information? Mimi? So they can absolutely contact myself or Greg Parody. We have developed a releasable version of our law, and so that includes the charter, all the modules, our agenda, and so forth. So yeah, just reach out to myself or Greg and we'll set you up with our Teams channel that's been created for the releasable version and we'll be happy to share it. So thank you all for joining us today to talk about law and how your program office is sharing knowledge to empower employees, change the game, and think differently to deliver results. Of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, you can check out other episodes by subscribing to the Navier Airwaves podcast on all your favorite listening apps. And that's it for this edition of Airwaves. Thanks for listening.